1: What's up, guys? Kels, Charles, Megan, Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello.
0: Oh, hi there. How was your week? I didn't even know it was Friday already.
1: Dude, literally, I thought it was Monday. Might as well. Be. When you texted me, I was like, "Oh, it's it's today." Like, I <laughs> it's been a blur, and I can't tell you how many emails the, the poor agencies that work for me in my 9 to 5. I sent them like an email and I was like, "Can I get I need this back by uh end of day like July 21st on Monday." And they were like and they were like, "Um, July 21st is a Wednesday." And I was like, "June 21st. I don't know what what side is up and what side is down. Like I have none clues where I am at the moment. My apologies."
0: Truly like I only remembered because so we always record on Thursdays. Oh, yes. usually. And I was like, oh yeah, I did just watch a new episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night that comes on on Wednesday. Oh, today's Thursday. Yeah. That's the only reason that I realized that today was Thursday because yeah. of the shows that I watch. So you can thank Kyle Richards bless, and the gang.
1: Bless, which super sidebar. I used to watch that show when it first came out, and y'all, Megan has got me back into the whole reality TV thing. Like I'm watching Summer House. You're welcome. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I in I actually was watching Southern Charm on my own, but like Summer House and all these. That's how I knew I could get you. Yeah, I watched Love Is Blind, man. Like what else <laughs> have I watched? I started watching <laughs> The Bachelor at uh, the beginning of the Panini. I mean, come on. Truly, like I was it was desperation mode then like love Island or something. And I was like, this one is straight tragic, but it's
0: so good though, because like they don't have time to edit it. They just like, it's daily five days a week. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like, this happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and they produce that much content.
1: I just, I remember when I'm old enough to remember when I thought that reality TV was real, like, as you guys know, if you've been listening to us for a minute, um, which we should have celebrated our one year anniversary. Like, let's buy each other some things, like a cake or something, or a gluten-free cookie cake, because we've been doing let's this for get over a real. year.
0: Now. Who do you who are you talking to?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Pie or die.
1: I'm sorry. I one day I will remember <laughs> important things about our friendship. Today's not that day, I guess. Um <laughs> forgive me. But we've had Stephen Clutty on the show, and that just reminds me of when I was like so invested in Laguna Beach, like I thought it was real. And I was like, this is the hills and Laguna Beach. Like when, when, when Kristen was mean to LC, like that I was upset, but like now I love Kristen. And, and then I realized like, none of this is real in my whole entire life is a lie. Like guys, I was so into it and so invested. I don't know why my parents let me do this, but I, for spring break, like my junior year or sophomore year in in high school, (laughs) dragged my parents out to like, this is the most like, white girl, middle class, like suburban shit of all time. I, we (laughs) went, I shit you not. We went to Huntington beach. You want to know I went to Huntington beach because it was on the TV screens at Hollister at Hollister. And I was like, (laughs) we got to go to vacation there, obviously. And then it sucked because it was like, I don't surf, and it was next to, we say next to like a paper mill. And I was like, my parents were like, So what are we going to do? And I was like, I got no idea. Like, I'm looking, I don't know where's the Hollister at? Cause that's the only thing I know that's the attraction in this town. And they were like, You've got to be kidding me. And so I'm
0: just here wearing my mini skirt yes. and my two layered camis with the t shirt over it. Like, what do you want from me, mom and dad? And I'm, Get I brought it. my
1: Ugg boots to LA. Like, obviously, I was trending. Oh,
0: Which also takes us back to an iconic line from Laguna Beach. Homeboy
1: wore combat boots to the beach. (laughs) Well, it all comes full circle. It does. Because then we all hated Huntington Beach so much that we went down south to Laguna Beach and stayed in Laguna Beach. And I was like, I was like, all right, where is Kristen and Steven? And I was like. I was like, Oh my God, there's the lighthouse. Like I've seen this in the pictures. And I was like, this, this restaurant we're eating in looks like the restaurant that Steven and Kristen went to dinner at. Are you kidding me, Kelsey? Like, how would I know that? Like, there was like no shot showing the restaurant. It was like an indoor, like dark restaurant where they ate Italian food. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Anyways, super excited. You probably, you probably got it
0: right. And I- you probably passed by The street where like Kristen's car broke down and she said, my car is Dunzo," And I'll never forget that. Never.
1: And and when they drove by singing, don't stop believing. And then like, as if that song, (laughs) I don't know if that song was like the anthem for all drunk frat people before that show aired, but like, my God, it is now.
0: Yeah. We'll have to, um, we were, I guess we were like younger than them at this point so i have no idea what the bar scene was like back then so true. you know if anyone wants to fill in the blanks for us that'd be great
1: a true cultural moment all right well um <laughs> i'm gonna have
0: cultural uh, moments
1: yeah i a gonna veer us back on or you are on track because <laughs> we are going to talk about the cowboys on this show because that is what we talk about on this show um in california technically and california yeah because the cowboys are going back to oxnard they officially announced it and um, as if I, you know, haven't been obnoxious enough and told you guys what I do for my nine to five. Um, it got me reminiscing.
0: Did you know that Kelsey used
1: to run training camp? Did you guys know that I used to run training camp and then I did media on the side? Did you also know that my job in nine to five right now is in sponsorship and then I do media on the side. I repeat myself. Um, I think it's a product of being ADHD, but also, um, I just repeat myself. So, um, also then like no one can really forget. So yeah, you know, Like I drill it into your head. Like that's why that I am who I am. Like you, people were like, oh, I know who you are. And I'm like, yeah, because like, I don't let you forget.
0: Maybe I should just tell you how much I hate cake more often so that you remember that I like pie.
1: Honestly, it's a probable strategy. It will work. Maybe. Nine (laughs) times out of 10 out of 20. There's only one way to find out. (laughs) Um, But I got me thinking, I was like reminiscing, about just said previous experiences. And since it's the off season and you know, yada yada yada, nothing's really happening. And I just would love to relive some of my favorite cowboys memories. And I wanted to know if you'd be down for that too.
0: Oh my God. I had no idea that's what we were doing today.
1: Did you not?
0: Like, ironclad memory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um since I've already like totally stolen, you know, the first part of this show just by blabbing, I will let you start with yours. Also because if we're being totally honest, like you are the more tried and true fan, like you are from Dallas mostly basically yes and you've and been a fan Moves your house
0: too. So if you can't count that as being native enough, like let's
1: yeah. let's then discuss semantics truly. <laughs> yeah. Um I just feel like this is like part of your, the Megan Murray history. So I'd love to let you (laughs) kick things off with your favorite memories. Go. Well,
0: I don't know. This one kind of like ties into like three different memories, honestly. And it really started with um, the 22 or sorry. Wow. I don't know how to say years that aren't 20 something anymore. 2006. um, When we had drew blood so starting and he was just having a really shitty time the first what seventh game is when tony came in and i just remember like the fanfare around tony at that time because everyone was like well this sure as hell is not working and it was like every game people were just like we want tony and like we want Romo. And it, he was just such a big deal. And I'm like, this is a like guy on our bench. Do we even know much about him? Like he had one breakout play at like, um, in like preseason a couple years ago before this. And like, that's all we, I really knew about him. And so I was like, is, I guess anything's better than this. So they made the switch halftime against the giants and, uh, it was, it was just crazy that time, like when Tony took over and it wasn't that big of a surprise really. Cause like, you know, Drew is not, um, he's not, he's used to being replaced by like a future, not, I wouldn't call Tony a hall of famer, but you know, the future of the franchise. Right. and Yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't too shocking for him, I'm sure. Right. But, uh, it, it was just a wild ride. And I just remember people being so obsessed with Tony Romo. And then he like had this like weird star power. Like, do you remember him dating everybody in the world? Yes.
1: <laughs> Jessica Simpson. I remember like people were very, very mad at her a lot because they were convinced she was cursed. And I like how
0: people game. like to blame, like having a shitty game on like a girlfriend as if that has anything to do with it. Sorry Pretty to Kim Kardashian.
1: <laughs> yes. Like miles. I, oh my God. I forgot about miles. Miles, Austin. Yeah. Miles
0: Austin and Kim Kardashian <laughs> A moment in time. I always equate like, her with
1: Reggie truly. Bush.
0: Yeah. I mean Kim that one is like the bigger relationship, but I just, rem- that, that brings me to another point, honestly. Yeah. This okay. is why I said this one's so layered to me Yeah, because just like the Tony Romo era in general and like him dating Jessica Simpson and Carrie Underwood yep. and like all that stuff, just being such a like bursting onto the scene, like any, any co- quarterback of the Cowboys is going to be a big deal. But when you had gone from like, being basically the Browns getting a new quarterback every other day to like, this is our guy. And then, like, just everything surrounding him was so nuts. And then Miles Austin goes and dates Kim Kardashian. Like, what? And granted, he's a handsome man. Yes. Maybe they, they could go like JLo and Ben Affleck and like run it back. But
1: yeah, his I, eyes are insane.
0: By this, by this point, his yeah. eyes are insane. Yeah. But I feel like that was such a like, Dallas Cowboys crossover pop culture era with like the beginning of Tony's career.
1: Yeah. I could totally see that. Um, which I very much appreciate. <laughs> that's it's very much the pinnacle of the perfect cross section of Meg Murray contact contact. Well, yeah. there we go. Content.
0: You-, you know, I, I know what you're going for.
1: Yeah. You know, round up. It's fine. Um, But <laughs> yes, like, First of all, just the fashion in which Tony started and in the fact that like Bledsoe, like that's just it. it is kind of interesting, obviously, with the the Tom Brady replacing him when he with yeah. the, the hit against the Jets. And 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 then, you know, down the line, talk about some foreshadowing. And I guess that like, with with Romo and Dak, but also like I guess that's kind of what happens, like <laughs> old quarterbacks. Probably are gonna get knocked up. Knocked up. Wow. I literally am literally <laughs> having a really hard time today. Knocked up, Kelsey? Really? <laughs> you're gonna get beat well, up good movie. a little bit. Yeah, seriously. And then they're gonna be replaced. Whatever. But you're right. Like it was like very dramatic. And then and then to have all of this just star power behind not just Tony, but like who was in his life. And then, you know, you got all these teammates who are doing all these things. And it was just, I'm sure Jerry was loving it because it's again. Oh, of course. So his brand, it's not even funny.
0: Yeah. Like he dated, I feel like he just dated a lot of people that were all like big names and, or I don't know, just. And I feel like Jerry even had a hand in it. Like, who are you going to talk to, to get, um, get involved with.
1: I, tones. How do you feel like he actually got in touch with these people? Cause like, if you think about it, Instagram, always,
0: I feel like all the, um, yeah. Cause they weren't like sliding into DMS at this yes. point. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, like really, um, high profile people like talk to each other through agents and I find yes. that fascinating.
1: <laughs> I think that Andy Roddick, I think that's how he and Brooklyn Decker got together. And I think he, his agent was like, reached out to her agent and was like, Hey, my client is like into your client thoughts and you know he's like not only would this be great for them but it'd be great for us like business will be booming and i feel like that's probably yeah. how that went down cuz there was no sliding into dms well and it's like
0: Jessica Simpson is like a hometown girl she went to high school in Richardson like she's from this area and to like she shot up and started like crazy and then to have her dating Tony Romo the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys like how much more Texas can you get than that
1: truly yeah yeah and then he also goes on and dates a a country artist and it just is like it's I love Candace and I'm super glad they worked out but like what a moment in time for the Dallas Cowboys
0: truly and like I mean Candace Romo um or Candace Crawford as she once was like she's no uh no one to not write home about what am I trying to say but um sure like her brother is on Gossip Girl so that was cool
1: yeah I remember and she's
0: gorgeous so there's that
1: she is and super nice and all the above like I remember the first time because I'm a big Gossip Girl fan I'm super excited for the reboot um but I remember the first time I saw Chase Crawford and like he's so nice and I and then I and then okay there's a few cast members who came to a game one time too Um. Oh, her name's like Jessica's sores, Cesar. So I don't even know. But she was, she came to a game once and I was there and I was like, oh my God, like this is weird. Like worlds colliding. <laughs> um, anyways. I yeah.
0: hope you like took a really far away photo of her and you were like spotted at the Dallas Cowboys game <laughs> with Nate Archibald.
1: I hope I did too. I can't. I can't say I did though. I have to be honest, which is like really honestly a missed opportunity. You're
0: probably being professional or something. Like, like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I actually have a fun memory about Tony. Uh, a couple, because you know he just obviously it. He's he was the quarterback when I came and started working for the team. Like, I didn't grow up in Texas. I grew up in you know Atlanta and also Kansas City, and so. I just well,
0: like you guys don't remember that.
1: Don't, did you guys know that I grew up in Kansas City? <laughs> just a question. And
0: just family in Ohio and in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. Did you also know they used to run training camp? Because I used to run training camp. And I work in sponsorships. That's my nine to five. Fun fact. All of that to say. Um and I like cats. But oh yeah. All they that to say. <laughs> and I used to date an equipment manager. <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, when he I first started with a team and I interned and blah blah blah, and I got got hired. Obviously, Tony was the the guy, and so we surrounded a program at training camp where we called them helmet carriers. We did it was like with Albertsons, and we would bring in kids from the local Boys and Girls Club um, and other charities around the Oxnard and uh, Santa Barbara area, and they would come on the field or line up by the locker room, and as the players would run out in position groups, they would grab their helmets and run out on the field with them, and it was just like really cute. Got their photo up and all that jazz. Well, I was in charge of that program. And I noticed this one kid who was just really kind of having a hard time. And, um, he was really nervous and, and, you know, I just could tell, like, it was just, there was something different. And so his dad like was on the sideline and he, he kind of walked over to me and said, Hey, do you mind if I go up there with him? He, my, my son, um, we were going to try to do this on on his own, but he actually has autism. And so this is a lot for him to handle. And I was like, of course, like, obviously, like, go for it. And so I walked him up there and he was telling me how he was really also nervous because Tony's his favorite player of all time. And, you know, this kid is like really trying to overcome the the hand that he was dealt so he could be a part of his experience. And obviously I'm just melting as we're talking about this. And so I run over to the locker room and, and tell uh, the equipment guys. And I was like, Hey, like, would you mind grabbing Tony and like letting him know like heads up like there's someone that specifically we want for him and just ha- like stop and grab me before he goes out. Long story short, we end up pairing Tony with the kid and like, I'm not joking. You guys, this little kid's face like lit up and like Tony took the time to like talk to him and like make him feel really comfortable. Cause he, I kind of briefed him and let him know like, Hey, you know, it's a bit of a special situation. And it was just one of like the sweetest moments ever. And I, 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 his dad was like, over the moon the kid was over the moon and i still have the picture of them with tony to this day and it was just like super heartfelt moment and i thought that was really cool so i have more funnier funnier stories but like that was just a really cool moment for me and i think that's one of my things that i love about working in this industry is that you know i think we take for granted a lot of times about what we get exposure to and what we get to be a part of and it's one of my my favorite things to be able to share that with other people when i can especially those that are deserving and so um, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments, so. That's cute. I know. It was we'll really cute. Look at Tones, drums.
0: I know. You know, nice
1: and stuff. Way to go, Tones. Way to go. <laughs> We're getting Tony heavy right now. Uh, we are. I. That's my only Tony story. I mean, there's this other one that was pretty funny where we, like, I had to take this photo of him for media days of, like, this probably sunglasses, and he was like, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> I wish I sold the photo because he was like, are you serious? Like I had to take it for like a sponsor. And he was so, he was just like, he gave me like the, like the biggest, like smirk, like you're not going to use this photo. Cause I'm not going to participate in this <laughs> willingly. <laughs> nice try lady. Literally. He was like, I am not a part of this. Anyways, what else you got?
0: Um, you'll remember this one. <clears throat> so we're playing the Eagles. The year is 2017. And then there's a, you know, a little head-to-head contact. Someone loses a helmet. Oh. Guess who breaks loose? Who? Jason Witten.
1: <laughs> the
0: Jason Witten helmetless run. <laughs> lest we forget. Iconic. The photos are everywhere throughout the facility. Like, what a moment in time. It will live on forever.
1: Yes. I think you been say 2007. No. It wasn't 2017. You mean the mm-hmm. Eagles, the Eagles game? Yeah, that was 2007. You sure? Yes. I just Googled it too. Cause I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause I also worked for the team or I was around and that was like, it happened way before I was there. Hmm. Either way. Well,
0: then I just watched that clip and it, you know, what are, what are your years? What are years? I mean,
1: that it man, feels like yesterday. <laughs> Truly, he's a warrior. Like Columbo was there too. Yeah, Columbo was on the field. Like it was like genuinely. I mean, if you when you look up in the dictionary, football player, Jason Witten's face is next to it. The man, I also he was the first guy, the player that I ever saw in person in real life. IRL. He's huge, massive, (laughs) huge. Like the photos, video. TV does not do the man justice. He's like a GD power ranger. It's unbelievable. And yeah, he's very intense. Obviously never misses a play and deserves to go down, not just in the Cowboys history books, but all NFL history books. I mean, he's right up there, obviously with like the Tony Gonzalez. Like when you talk about some of the great tight ends, like how can you not mention him?
0: Oh, for sure. And just like, yeah, that, that play in particular is just like everywhere all over the facility. Like every, don't they have that one? No, that's not the big one of him. It is like giant. It It is. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: like this, what, seven feet tall, like bigger than that. Oh, I think it's bigger than that. I mean, it's massive. It's It's huge. It's literally, if you guys, whenever they start doing tours again at the facility, you should definitely take one, um, both at the facility at the star and also the stadium. They're both amazing, but you actually walk as you're walking onto the Ford Center from the players' side of the building. There's this massive, massive, massive. I mean, I don't know measurements well enough to be able to eyeball it, but it's just amazing. like it's it's huge. And it's a big, massive photo of Jason Witten, the helmetless play, like on the wall as you walk into play and practice every single day, which is like obviously a reminder, like, hey, this is the gold standard of what you should be. Yeah. yeah and what, this is a cowboy. Yeah. Like this is what we epitomize as cowboys. And so, um, yeah, he's awesome. I still, it's just weird. Like I'm obviously very excited about the guys we have in the building and maybe it's because it just, it, it's very nostalgic for me. And like, I'm very nostalgic in general, but it's so weird to me just to have the end of an, an era with, all of these guys who are just so larger than life at one point to me. And I know to a lot of others as well, not there anymore. And it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like time marches on, man. It really does. Like
0: I can't even believe that I was in high school and that happened. That's insane.
1: Dude. Yeah. It's weird. We're old AF, but whatever. Well, (laughs) Um.
0: no, truly like what 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 was last year? That, last year didn't even count. Last year was three years and one. That didn't matter. Yeah. So like, truly.
1: No kidding. What is time? What is time? <laughs> Speaking of guys are no longer in the building, Um, I have one about one of those guys specifically that meant a lot to me in my time there and also when... He left, and I know he's still making runs for it now, but um, Des Bryant. So, as again, because we like to repeat ourselves, me especially, you know, this is a Des Bryant stand podcast. Um, and it will that's it, that is no different today. But there was obviously a time when there's a lot of scrutiny being placed on him, and you know, his. You know, behavior on the sidelines and blah, 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 and whatever else, just being loud. And people were so mad about that. I know. I know.
0: And I mean, it does Bryant walk so that OBJ could run? So,
1: yeah, I'm, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I say this. I, I used to listen to, um, what was it? First take before I knew any better, before I worked in sports. And now that I worked in the industry, I'm like, oh my God, like don't go most national reporters like nine times out of 10. And this is not all of them by any means, but a lot of them don't know what they're talking about per se. And quite frankly, a lot of them have turned into pundits who just have to like have a hot opinion or a hot take in order to make headlines. And of course, if you want to make headlines, the easiest thing to do is talk about the Cowboys like it just is or the Patriots or you know, Patrick Mahomes now. So it just, it's, we're going to be talked about. And at one point in time, Des Bryant was that guy and he's going down the sidelines, like, you know, yelling, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's, you know, talking shit about that. And I'm like, okay, I get it understood. But have you ever interacted with him? Because he's incredibly animated, very animated. And he's very, very loud all the time. And very, very passionate about what he does. Yeah,
0: I feel like this might be a time to mention when he chased you down on the street for those,
1: people, literally those people who haven't heard that story. What I'm going to tell. And I actually have two <laughs> stories about him. Thank God. I'll tell you the first one before I tell you that one. Um, So at Valley Ranch, my office was right across the hall from Jerry Jones's office. And so uh, I guess Des had, it was around this time when everyone was like getting mad at him, whatever. I guess he had an appointment, um, in Jerry's office for some reason or another. And it was the, it was, it was in March. And, um, so obviously off season, cause we didn't go to the Super Bowl and blah, 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 but he comes into my boss's office right across the hall from Jerry and sits down and like, I'm in there and he just starts like talking to us. And it, like, we were just, you know, one of the, the people like that we just were coworkers of his, right. Cause we were, and he, he starts talking about how everyone's just kind of on him and like how passionate he is about going somewhere with this team. And he's, he says, you know, if, if you're not ready by come March 21st, which is the day they had to report to work your ass off and give everything you want, you, you can to this team. Like, I don't want you here. And, and he said, he's like, because at the end of the day, like he, he was like, my, my home life wasn't great. And my first family, I will never remember these words. I will never forget these words. Excuse me. My first family was in the locker room. And I'm not going to go into his, his his past and everything like that. But just know that it's not, it's not the typical past. And I'm sure you can do some research. And I will never forget that moment. And he's like, that's why I care so much. Because this team is my family. And that's what always football has been to me. And so um, it just gave me a, a bit of color. To why he's so animated, why he cares so much, and um, yet, in light of all the scrutiny he was facing, he was like, you know, I don't care. Like I'm, they they can sit there on the sidelines and and talk about me all they want and try and give their opinions and insert their opinions into my experience, but it doesn't matter because they have no idea. So loved that moment. Just thought I gained a lot, like I, for, a respect for him as a player, as a player in that moment in time. Um, but also, <laughs> I. I loved Dez in my interactions with him um, working for the team. It was one day randomly. I remember this. It was before the Colts game on a Friday. And I was running down McKinney Avenue, like outside. And it was kind of raining, like not too hard, but like kind of raining. Because I'm weird and I like to run outside in the rain. Go figure. Freak of nature. (laughs) Yeah. That's a story for a different day. And I see (laughs) this like Bentley driving past And I was like, I mean, it's, it's downtown Dallas. Like we're in Dallas. That's not unusual. And then I keep running and it like, it like takes a U-turn in the middle of the road. And I was like, okay, like whatever. And then it like pulls up kind of behind me and like parks into the parking lot behind me. And I was like, um, that's weird. I mean, maybe they need to get a spray tan, like whatever. And I keep running and I turn this corner and I look back behind me to my left because I'm just trying to make sure like no cars are coming as I'm about to cross the road. And I see this like, man, Running after me, like sprinting after me. And I'm like, holy shit! Like any woman's worst nightmare, like by yourself, like <laughs> granted, I it's broad daylight, Friday afternoon, but I'm just like, there's a man running after me right now. And obviously he catches me because it's effing as <laughs> Bryant.
0: So also just- freak of nature.
1: Yeah, like I'm not faster than Des Bryant, is what I also found out that day. Um, <laughs> and he was like but um, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, Fun fact of the day. And he was like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he was just like, I drove by and saw you. And I just wanted to say hi. And I was like, holy shit, you psycho. And obviously he's wearing like his amazing jewelry. And it's like, whatever that, uh, rock nation, like logo is, he's got like this, like a massive diamond chain and it's like twisted because he was running after me. And so I like I like untwisted a diamond chain for him. I was like, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> and he's just like, I want to say hi. Good to see you. But <laughs> I got to go now. I was like, good to see you too. <laughs> so random. <laughs> so funny. Who but knows. also,
0: yeah. Just a normal yeah. day in Dallas.
1: <laughs> it, it was, Running into people being chased down on the street. But like perspective wise, honestly, in that moment in time, like, I don't know. Was I like 25 years old, 26? I have no idea. I who am I to him, right? Like I'm a peasant in in at that team. Like I'm no one, right? And I just thought it was kind of nice that he made the effort and has always made the effort with people like me and been not above me and said like, hey, what's up? And not only that, but he was just like, hey, you're my coworker. Like, what are you doing? Like saying hi. Like I just, it was really funny. And um, yeah, but I definitely thought there was someone trying to murder me for a hot minute at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Pass the mic. Oh, Desi boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um. Um.
0: I guess speaking of Desmond DeMond Bryant. Um. This isn't a good memory. <laughs>
1: uh oh.
0: I'll just. I'll never forget the catch. oh dude. Like, I'll, I never will. I know. As long as I live, I'll wake up in the middle of the night at four in the morning, like 20 <sighs> years down the road and be like, oh, this caught it.
1: I just, everyone's always like, you wouldn't have made it past the next round anyways. And I'm like, listen, you don't know that. Like, once you get to the playoffs, <sighs> it's all bets off. Did you hate Aaron Rodgers as much as, you like, before that, though? I have to ask.
0: I don't think I cared so much. I will say like, I never really, there's like a thing with like Packers fans and Dallas fans. Like there always has, or there has been for a long time. I should say, just, I feel like, especially after the um, nineties, just like whose franchise is better, who has more history, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, so, like, did I ever like him? No, but did I
1: like hate him? No, I <laughs> do <laughs> <Not too> now. <laughs> I was like, "Tell me how you feel now, <laughs> young Mego." <laughs> well,
0: and, I, and I have told this story before, but for those of you who haven't heard it, um, my friend, I was visiting my friend in Los Angeles during this uh, this time, and oh, this is good. Know, we literally made our like. caught the whole game and then we were gonna go to the airport and then wait and then go to Dallas. Yeah. And so he was like, if this is right down the street, it'll be perfect. And we were like, you know, lagging behind anyways, because we had already had like a great weekend, a little hungover. We're like, all right, we're gonna go to this bar recommended by a trusted friend and ally. Yes. Um but it turns out it was a it was a Packers bar. So we were the only Go with fans
1: in
0: there. Awesome. Yeah, they didn't let us forget it. And so they were picking on us the entire game. And then that catch, like, was gonna give us like the momentum to win this game. And uh yeah, so we celebrated because we were like, that's a catch, let's go, baby. Like we were like, in your face, in your face, in your face. And uh Which, yeah, so by the, the way, they threw is, that right back
1: at us. Is literally, if you've ever had the joy of watching a game or the displeasure, depending on how well the team's doing with young Meadow, <laughs> you will know just it's very
0: explicit. She's,
1: she's very um animated, uh, as is her sister. It runs in the family. So continue though.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not good. And T- Taylor Lassiter, who came on um, a couple months ago to hold it down for young Kelso, he was the person I was with and we were we got like standing up like, yeah, what's up? And then they took it back and then we cried. So
1: that's I can't even imagine, dude. We like, got
0: like what is like the shame, shame, shame. Like that's how it felt when we were walking out. Of yeah. I was like, where where is the waitress? I need to pay and leave
1: right now. And also, how do we not know what an effing football move is? I cannot, I cannot and will not ever get over that as long as I live. This, well, and like, I can, that was Dave's, God,
0: what part of my birthday present was Dave got me a cameo from Gene's Steratore. And he was like, <laughs> if it was now, then that would have been a catch. I was like, fuck you. Yes.
1: It was a catch then. Thanks for yes. nothing, oh. Gene. <laughs> it's like, this is a torturous gift. It's the same thing. I'm like, if Dean Blandino ever like comes on my screen, I'm like, turn it off, turn it <laughs> off. I don't want to hear your shit. God. <laughs> like, I can't look at your. And speech. they they like
0: to. He's like part. He's like an analyst now or whatever. So they always like go to him during games. And I'm just like, oh, that name.
1: Triggered. Triggered. Yeah. Also,
0: my dad's name is Gene, so that's difficult for me.
1: You know, all around. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, um, that was a moment in time that I will not ever remember forget, but also I wish I could. Um, wow. One Truly. person, who also actually, this is like segueing kind of nicely. Like, I think we're doing a pretty good job because I now have a story about another 88. So it's kind of going well. Um, and hopefully we're (laughs) not like boring you guys to death. Cause like, this is what I do. I like to relive my glory days. Honestly,
0: this week was boring to death. So now we're just, you know, talking our shit. So yeah, here we are.
1: Um, so for, you know, drinking game alert, if I say, did you know that I used to run training camp drink So you're on probably drink five now, but back when I used to run training camp, um, I had a bunch of interns and we used to communicate by walkie talkie and, you know, it was That's really fun. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Walkie talkies are like, they're an outdated form of communication. However, underrated.
1: Yes. Very underrated. Remember those fun cell phones that were like yellow or something Mm -hmm. that came out, like maybe they're like sprint phones back in the day that were like, I think they're for construction workers mainly, or they were targeted towards (laughs) them where they're like half cell phone, half walkie talkie. Like, yes to those. Definitely. Maybe I should bring that back.
0: Um, I mean, they're bringing back the Motorola, Motorola razors.
1: I'm kind of here for that. Like maybe I'll get a burner just so I can have a razor again. Thought.
0: I love that actually. Can it be uh, mine was blush pink? So
1: mine was too. Of course, we had the same one. Shocking.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> um, but so of course, my interns would have to call me occasionally for said things, and we had people staff at like the VIP entrances and whatever and the VIP lists. And I'd be like, go for Kelsey. Anyways, um, one kid called me one day and he was like, Um, huh, hey Kelsey, um, there's um there's a guy here at the VIP and his name is um his name is Michael Irvine and he's on the list. And I was like, I like like was like grabbing my stuff and like trying to like like grab my my walk talking like like it was falling out of my hands. I was like, uh let him in now, please. Michael Irvine is not on the VIP list. So we weren't gonna let him into training camp that day, y'all. Straight up. Um so needless to say, uh that young child baby child had to be educated on who michael irvine was so we would avoid that in the Ryan. future i also made sure he understood okay. who uh jerry jones was and then the the triplets in general and maybe like a lesson in you know who was anyone around the organization but dear jesus we almost didn't let michael, michael Irvine in the training camp one year so good god <laughs> because Michael Irvine was not on the VIP list. (laughs) I was like,
0: let the man in. (laughs) Like what, what was that? Um, well, no, this is one of those things where like, I feel like I remember everything, but I can't accurately describe what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I was thinking of, God, it was a commercial Deion Sanders in it. And it's like, he's has like a, alias of some sort. Anyways,
1: I'll think of it later. Yeah. Do that. Um, <laughs> I Googled it. I'd probably find out, but it's failing yeah. me at this time. Do you have any others? Cause I have like one or two more or one and a half.
0: Um, I, ugh, I'm going to let you go ahead because <laughs> like I said, my memory is truly failing me it's okay. today. Okay. Um, Except for I know that today is Thursday because the Real Housewives in Beverly Hills was on yesterday.
1: Yeah. Now it's actually
0: Friday when you're listening to it. So Mile
1: markers. Not to confuse. Um, yes, not to confuse. Um, okay, so I'll give you my last one. And it was TBT, since it is Thursday as we're recording this right now, to when I drafted Jeff Swaim. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, I don't remember what year it was, whatever year we drafted Jeff Swaim, uh, the, the league – was uh, decided they wanted to do like a three-day – well, actually, Stephen Jones pitched this because he's on this committee, blah, blah, blah. And the Jones family is, if you didn't realize this by now, pretty much at the forefront of a lot of things that are impactful to the NFL. So we started doing a three-day draft day party. It used to be one day on Thursday on the first day, and now it's every single day. I was the first one – not only did I run training camp drinking game – Um, but I also ran draft day. And so it was the first year we did three days of draft day. Um, and so we had to figure out programming for all of them. And then the league also said, Hey, if you guys want, we'll let you guys do your own picks from your facility or wherever you guys do your draft day party. And we'll just, you know, kick it over to you all from, you know, the actual auditorium for the pick to be made with you all. So we brought in like, you know, our cheerleaders, like our alumni players. And then we had, I think it was like season ticket holders and maybe some sponsors, like people that, of course you take care of because they are, um, they take care of you as a team. And so we get through the whole, like last third day I'm exhausted. All the picks are done and, you know, we are done for the day. And I had done a Cowboys carnival. So I installed because I'm a psychopath. And I was like, I want a Ferris wheel out at the stadium. And my boss was like, what? And I was like, yes. So I put a Ferris wheel out of the stadium. And um, I, at the end of the day, like we sent everyone home. We're like, cool guys. Thanks so much. That was perfect. That was fun. That was great. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Trailers, you can go alumni players. You can go rowdy, like go have fun. He's like, gets on the, the Ferris wheel. Cause he's been wanting to do it all day. And then I get a call. I don't know, maybe like three minutes later, four minutes later, everyone's already gone. And they're like, we've traded back in. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come again. Hello. What? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. We traded back in for Jeff Swain. And I was like, holy shit, we have no one. And they're like, well, who's going to do it? And they're like, we got to pick, like, you got to go. And I was like, I got to go. And I was like, I mean, okay, I'll go. So they literally hand me the draft card and I like run up on stage and we like, Get Rowdy down off of the. I was like, I was like, get him off of the effing Ferris wheel now. And he <laughs> like gets up on stage with me, and of course, like Jeff Swaim is not spelled like J E F F. So I'm like, hopefully it's not Joff or something like that. Like he's not going like full old school. And um, yeah, so I drafted Jeff Swaim on the television, and I need to find that clip somewhere. I need to get like Bobby Belt on that. I had I'm it at one point. Doctor,
0: that you haven't figured this out,
1: dude. I, I, know. Found it. I know. I know. So if someone wants to find the video of me drafting Jeff Swaim on NFL network, whenever that was, I would love (laughs) you forever because that's pretty funny, but I do have a photo. So there's that. Um, so yeah, I like to joke around and tell him that and you guys can thank me or not thank me because, you know, depending on if you like Jeff Swaim or not. Or something. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So this last one I'll leave you with is really, um, uh, bad
1: good one as always like yep, sure. I feel like
0: all of mine are like haunted
1: it's the plight of a cowboys fan though so this is this fits
0: it really is um one of my favorite um des bryant catches was and I did make sure to double check this because again I don't know what year is what I mean how, how old, am old am I I'm 26 breakfast. let's just call it that oh. anyways so
1: <laughs> what no you're not no I mean, and yes, you are. Don't tell
0: people that. I <laughs> bet. Me too. Anyways, but it was in 2013. And um, it was it was like against the Detroit Lions. So it was Calvin Johnson and oh. Des Bryant, um, Clash of the Titans. Yep. Um, and like he went up and caught this crazy catch um against uh I don't even know his name, honestly, but uh it was like he was holding it, like, with one arm against his helmet and his, like, shoulder, and he, like, he managed to keep possession of the ball, and it was insane. Yeah. All that maybe, to maybe say. Brandon Carr? That.
1: What? Maybe Brandon Carr? Potentially. He got beat up. All of
0: that. This, But this was um, Des Bryant making this catch. Oh, okay. Um. So not potentially. Um. But all of that to say, this is the game that taught me not to make bets because <laughs> it was <laughs> I was watching it with Detroit Lions fans and um, they're like, they're Detroit Lions like went to Michigan like they are hardcore. Sure. Uh, and they brought a damn flag with them. We had like a private room at this bar They brought a damn flag with them to the bar. Yeah. And I was like, I hate them,
1: but I respect them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely respected their fandom, but I was like, fuck your flag. Um, so <laughs> oh, <quote> her. <laughs> <this> game, <laughs> it was kind of like tight and pretty. It was pretty well played like on both sides. Um, but like I felt pretty confident at the very end. I think we were looking at looking at it now. It was like we were up 30 to 24 with no timeouts in less than a minute. And then Matthew Stafford leads the Lions to an 80-yard drive capped off with a quarterback keeper with 12 seconds left to give Detroit a 31-30 win. Less than a minute, Kelsey. Less than a minute. You know by then I was like talking my shit like, Matthew Stafford doesn't have the balls. I was like, he can't do shit. I don't park ain't shit. (laughs) Talking my mess at these like, hardcore fans and we had made a bet we had made a bet that like if the Cowboys won like they were gonna like have to take pictures in Cowboys jerseys and post it on Facebook and then if the Lions won like I had to go like run through the bar with the flag and then oh no so guess who had to run through the freaking bar with a Detroit Lions flag Wearing, I was wearing my Cowboys jersey, so obviously, like, so much shame, so much shame,
1: dude. That's why I don't make bets. No, never in my life. I can't. I can't. I don't actually like bets either. I'm like, I. Yeah, people are like, let's let's bet on it. I'm like, like (laughs) five (laughs) dollars.
0: I'll like bet like a. I'm more inclined to bet someone twenty bucks than like do something like that ever again.
1: No, I can't. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it was bad. I hate that. (laughs) God, I mm, like that's annoying to me because I hate losing, and I hate other fan bases. Obviously, when I'm I'm playing them, it just reminds me. Like, I love that we're talking about fans that we like hate. Like, I'm like I hate Eagles fans. Like, I hate. But I
0: am them, not an Eagles fan. Like, I'm not gonna throw like a drink at you. But
1: Eagles fans are so stupid. I that reminded me, oh, my God, I can't tell you all details because like it ended up being like a legal issue. But this like dumbass Eagles fan did something stupid to Cowboys things that whatever and videotaped it and then made a fucking blog about it. And I was like, you're an idiot. You are. (laughs) I mean, oh, my God, I are so dumb. You are really dumb for real. (laughs) I can't fix stupid. And but it made me secretly inside smile as I hit the send button to our legal attorney. And I was like, here you go. Because I don't even have to explain what happened because this motherfucker outed himself on video. (laughs) God. I there's always
0: there's always a video these days, guys. Like, be smart. Son's in four
1: it's it's sons and four it's next level when you do it to yourself though i'm just like i can't yeah i like i can't
0: i mean if we didn't learn anything on january 6th maybe don't you know
1: (laughs) take a video of yourself breaking the law it's a thought i would say sons and four but that's inexcusable Sons and four to everything else, though. I'm,
0: like, really into the Suns and four saga, though. Like, I follow it on a daily basis. He has merch now, guys. Like, it's a whole thing.
1: Oh, are you kidding me? Dude, when you, I didn't know oh, yeah. about it until you sent me. He
0: partnered with Barstool, so he's getting oh, half yeah. of, like, everything that they make for it.
1: So we're going to call our girl Trista and get us some.
0: I kind of want one. Like, I don't
1: like the Sons. I'd like Devin Booker. I'm, I don't dislike the Sons either. It's, I just feel like I've been a bit reckless lately in my life mainly my dating life. And it feels like it applies. (laughs) Just like keep that suns in for energy. Maybe don't though. If I don't want to end up alone, it was (laughs) self-defense. I'm like, Oh, a bouquet of red flags. Thank you so much. I love them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you would listen to me more
0: often, you would avoid a lot of this.
1: You did tell me like two months ago, you're like, That ain't it, sis. And I was like, I know, but. And you're like, okay, well, call me when it ends. And I feel like you don't like to listen to me because I'm a cynical asshole, but like, I'm always right. Hey, maybe men should stop being assholes. We don't have to be so cynical. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's, that's fair. The chicken or the egg. I feel like (laughs) it's one of those situations. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I know which one came first. And it ain't me, motherfuckers. Sometimes
0: trips down memory lane are only a week old, you know? (laughs)
1: ballooned. I'm kidding. I'm not really kidding. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's a story for a different day over a lot of alcohol, but guys, um, listen, I thought of like 10 more stories. This was fun. We should totally do this again. And if you want, because the panini is like, you know, winding down and we're all getting our, our vaccines, we can all meet up in public Together and make some make more our own
0: memories and I'm not taking any bets. So
1: yeah, I'll take a shot with you, but that's about it. She'll and- only
0: do it if um the field goal goes through. Yeah. That's her thing. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> I love- of <laughs>
1: I love kickers. Speaking
0: of a great Kelsey memory watching games, we were watching a game at a bar and we were like, <laughs> let's, you know, make it interesting because this is horrible. It was the game we were playing against the Jets. Let's all think about that one for a moment
1: and how well that was going. I was not in a good state of mind, obviously. She but hates still,
0: kickers too. Like, she has a long, like, they're all her arch nemesis. Like, <sighs> ever since Dan Bailey
1: has left the building, I've had like a really r- rough relationship with kickers. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. Like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like one. Yeah. Never met a kicker she liked that wasn't named Dan Bailey. True. So, truth. Yeah. So, what was his book? Like, he. What was his name? Maher. Yes, Brett Maher. How could I forget? Husker. Shame. Shame. Um, Yeah. No, it was. He was not having a good day, and uh, Kelsey was like, "If he makes this, I'm buying us all shots." And it was like a
1: fifty-five plus yarder or something like that. I was like, "Ain't no fucking way this man makes this." Because it wasn't
0: above sixty, so it was. It was a sketch.
1: I was like, (laughs) "No way, no how." And mind you, we're sitting at a table of like eight yeah eight. and i I was like i was like oh you balling like that then huh i'll i'll buy this whole table a round of shots if this motherfucker makes this like calling it now and everyone's like oh are you kidding me like come on man and like we're don't kick us while we're down i was like listen it's fine like i'm just trying to make things interesting well guess who made things interesting besides not me (laughs) your credit card (laughs) yeah Brett maher makes this thing and I, and everyone looks at me and Meg's like, so about that shot. And I was like, yeah, about that shot. <laughs> Jesus F like, I need to yeah, like, so that's why we don't make bets. We don't make bets. Really. I'll, I'll again, yeah. like maybe like one shot if it's like well, against one person, but not like a whole table. Cause I ain't, I ain't that baller yet.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't get this, but like, I was about to say it. There's a scene from friends where he's like, Joey doesn't share food. And I was about to say <laughs> Megan doesn't make bets, and I was like, she's not gonna get it. So I had to explain it to him. Here we are. I I really Look at it
1: now. Yeah, I gotta watch that show too. I'll get on it. You've got me on other enough shows.
0: Yeah, we have. You have a lot of homework, honestly. So, but truly, in both the television and the um, you know, actual school. Though.
1: Oh yeah, I do have that. I I would like to end this show though by giving my sincerest apologies to Brett Maher, not because I thought he was good at football, but because I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> said the mean things I said about him I um publicly because then this was still when I was dating uh the equipment manager you're the one who's outing yourself on this just so we're clear I know I know but it's like so tragically bad I have to say this she gave herself like a week time out on Twitter I was so like I was like oh my god I'm a horrible person like I hate myself and this man never saw it. But still, I was like, I'm being an asshole. I'm being a total asshole. I was like, I need to take a step back. I need Didn't to- his
0: like, wife or something follow you?
1: Uh, No, no. Oh, but you were worried that she might see it? Something like that. I mean, I definitely like back in the day, I said some shit about Matt Johnson and then he added me and I was like, oh, fuck. So like I this is my second time being a total dick on social media. So I'm very sorry to <laughs> Matt Johnson. And, you and know, you,
0: you live and you learn. If I and enjoy. now we're
1: Facebook friends, which I don't know how that happened, but whatever. Anyways. It's called. Uh, Yeah. And so my boyfriend at the time was like, you know, uh, Brett Maher is like the nicest guy of all time. Like he straight up FaceTimes his children in the locker room every day before practice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, don't tell me this. Like I already think I'm a horrible person and now I know I am. Oh, I'm going to hell or I was not anymore. (laughs) Repent, repeat, repeat. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed our story time. We obviously have way more that we can share one day if you are interested. I'm sure- Hopefully they'll give us like more news to talk about next week. So, Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like, what's the, what's like, what's the, like, do something. Like, I don't know. What are you waiting for? Like, Somebody somebody do something. Yeah. Look at me trying to quote movies and it fails per usual because I don't watch movies. All right. Uh, She doesn't. No. But she has
0: watched Free Willy in case you were wondering.
1: I did watch Free Willy and Dave has not seen Free Willy. So shame on him for that. Like that's a cultural moment in time. Like do you even know who Michael Jackson is? Like really? Because. What? He was. He had a song in that. Because. It was like an epic song too. Like I'm just. Drawing conclusions because it's so shocking to me that you haven't, like, have you seen the little mermaid as well? Like, did, you, did you
0: pull a muscle from that reach or no?
1: I just am saying it's possible. <laughs> I'm not sure. Can't confirm or deny the hypothesis exists though. So someone's got to test it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go do my homework now. Cause obviously I'm in a really great mindset to be productive and make sound decisions. Um, So Guys, thank you so much for listening to us. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, make sure you- I hope we rotted only a few brain cells of yours. Yeah, only a few. It's fine. We're around for more next week. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the of the Boys podcast feed, wherever your podcast though, whether that is Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. We're also on the YouTube, but- if you want to follow Meg and I, you can do that as well. You probably should do that as well. I'm on Instagram at hey Kelsey Charles, And I'm also on the Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan is... At Meg Murray with four R's on and everything. And in light of the fact that Eagles fans are real dumb, I just feel <laughs> like these words apply more than ever. So, uh, Meg? Dallas forever. Philly for never. Birds aren't real and don't record yourself while you're doing stupid shit or do because
0: uh, so just for good measure, I'd like to say that I took a bus through Jersey and drove by MetLife. It's trash. So
1: bad I- stadium. Hey, saying it. that to
0: the Giants fans, too.
1: You know, it's Goodbye. also stupid um, teams that don't have real names at Washington. <laughs> Hate you, too. Yeah. Get All a right. real name, bro. Do something with yourself, okay? Goodbye.